Hi, this is Nathan. Before we get to the episode, I want to invite you to join me on an incredible adventure this November of 2024. I am taking a small group of believers to Turkey, what the New Testament called Asia Minor, for a 12-day Bible study tour of the early church. We'll be studying the book of Acts and many of the epistles on location as we visit ancient cities like Ephesus, Laodicea, Heropolis, Antioch, Pergamum, and many more. If you are interested in joining me this November for a once-in-a-lifetime adventure as we study where much of the New Testament and early church took place, you can learn more by going to deeperchristian.com forward slash turkey. And if you're interested, don't delay. Spots are limited and on a first-come, first-served basis, and a $100 discount is available if you register before May 27th. I do hope you can join me. And again, more information is available at deeperchristian.com forward slash turkey. Now, here's the episode. Welcome to episode 293 of the Deeper Christian Podcast. This is the podcast to help you study God's word, know Jesus intimately, and discover how you can build your life around Jesus Christ. I'm Nathan Johnson, and in today's episode, I want to talk about the wonder, the majesty of the names of Jesus. Let's dive in. Recently on the podcast, I walked through a series going through the I Am statements of Jesus in the book of John. It was just richly profound in my own life, looking at what was Jesus saying about who he is. And I've said this several times on the podcast before, but there is something powerful about names in scripture. In other words, a name is not just a name. A name was kind of a picture, if you will, or a finger pointing to the character, the nature, and the attribute of an individual. For example, the name Nathan in, if you look in the Old Testament, like the prophet Nathan, which I'm sure was a great guy, <laughs> but the name Nathan means a gift of God. And it was symbolic of something. It was actually picturing something, not just in that person's life, but even in the stories that we read in scripture. For example, here is Nathan who comes to King David and is confronting him about the sin with Bathsheba. And though it is convicting, do you realize that for David, Nathan is actually a gift from the Lord in that God is bringing forth the sin in David's life and showing something so that God can restore relationship with David, so that David would be convicted, that he would repent, that he would return to the Lord, and that he would begin to once again have that deep richness of relationship that he had prior to the sin. And so in that sense, Nathan is a gift of the Lord unto David. And a lot of the names in scripture work this way. It's an incredibly profound thing. Uh, for example, example, the name Samson means a bearer of light. And interestingly, the name Delilah means darkness or one who bears darkness. What's interesting is what you see in the story of Samson and Delilah is that it is a battle between light and dark, between that which is light and Delilah, her other name, I think it means delightful. And it's this idea that he sees something delightful in her, but actually it is full of darkness. And, and what you see in the story of Samson and Delilah is actually darkness overcomes the light for a portion of that story. 
all that to say, there is these neat profundities that we discover in the scriptures through looking at the names. Well, one of the things that I've done on this podcast off and on is just look at some of the names of God. And what's interesting about the names of God is that when God reveals one of his names, again, it's not just a name. He's not just saying, okay, well, well, call me this or call me that, or, hey, I've got a special nickname that you can use. Rather, he's revealing something about his character and his nature. That when God says, I am Jehovah Jireh, he's saying, I am a provider, that that my heart, the very nature of who I am is that of provision that I see in advance and I make provision. When he says, I am Jehovah Rapha, God is declaring that he is a healer, not just that he'll he's healed some things in the past, but that he continues to be a healer and will be into the future, which I think is really profound in light of his names that God doesn't change. That as a writer of Hebrews says that Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. That when God reveals a name, it's 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 a picture of his nature. It, it is showcasing his attributes and his life. So when God says, this is who I am, do you realize how rich and profound it is for us to hold tight to that reality? Because it's not just that he was these things in ancient biblical history. Rather, he is still those things today, and he will continue to have those attributes, that life, even into eternity future. And so as you walk through scripture and are acquainted with the names of God, what you begin to see is that God is revealing himself to us. God is, is inviting us in into a richer relationship and intimacy because he is wanting us to know who he is. So I lay that as a foundation to say this. On Tuesdays and Thursdays, I've been walking through a series on the names of God for Daily Thunder that I'm doing for Ellerslie. And it has been profoundly rich in my life. Now, some of the names I have studied before, but a lot of them I, I've i heard, but I've never actually looked deeply into. And what has been richly profound is that as I've been walking through and studying out the names of God, God is just revealing his heart and his life and his nature and his character. And he's saying, this is who I am, not just who I once was, but who I currently am and who I forever will be into the future. And it's been a really profound study series for my own soul, realizing just the wonder and the majesty of who our God is. And what's interesting about all the names of God is that ultimately they find their fulfillment in Jesus Christ, because Jesus is God in the flesh, that he is God incarnate. He took on flesh. So the Yahweh Yahweh of the Old Testament, God himself, the triune God, took on flesh. His name is Jesus. And so as I've been working through the names of God, one of my desires has been not just to study a name of God, but how does Jesus Christ showcase and climax and reveal the richness of this name? In other words, when God reveals himself as Jehovah Jireh, that he is the provider Ultimately, that finds its fulfillment in Jesus because Jehovah Jireh took on flesh. Jesus is the provider. In fact, he is the provision that we desperately need. He is that ram caught in the thicket. That Jesus is Jehovah Rapha, that he is the healer. And not only was he healing when he was on earth, but you realize ultimately what he dealt with was the healing of the spiritual problem that we have known as sin. That at the cross, Jesus was that provision and showcased himself as the ultimate healer. 
that Jesus is, as I looked at yesterday, Jesus is El Olam, that he holds the universe in the palm of his hand, and yet he's not a distant God. He is intimate. He's relational. He knows the number of hairs on your head, and he sees the sparrow when it falls to the ground. I would challenge you, if you want to get to know Jesus even better, if you want to know his heart and his nature and his attributes, well, then begin to study out the names of God. And one great way to do that is to join me throughout this season. I think it's going to go from now until the end of September, which is walking through the names of God. I'll put a link in the show notes if you'd like to join me and listen to those study series. But it again, it has been deeply impactful and profound in my life, just beholding my God and just lifting high his name and, and just seeing how Jesus is the fulfillment of the names of God that the majesty and the wonder of God's names point us to our majestic, wondrous Jesus. And can I encourage you, regardless of whether you join me in that Behold Our God series, Walking Through the Names of God to See Jesus, can I encourage you, don't slow down your pursuit of seeking the Lord, that we are to seek him. As Hebrews eleven six says, that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. So let us go after Jesus Christ. Or as Psalm 27 verse 8 says, When you, O Lord, said, Seek my face, my heart said to you, Your face, Lord, I will seek. Could, could we have that desire and that passion? That when the Lord says, Hey, would you pursue me? Hey, would you just come after me? I want relationship with you. I've already pursued you. Would you just turn and respond to me? Could we freshly declare to the Lord, yes, Lord, your face will I seek. Well, I'm excited for how God is going to reveal himself to you in this upcoming season as you continue to pursue him in the word of God. And again, if you want some links for whether the I Am study series that we're walking through the I Am statements of Jesus in the book of John or whether you want to join me for this Behold Our God series, looking at the names of God, specifically in the Old Testament, but how they point to the majesty and the wonder of Jesus Christ. I'll put links for those in the show notes, or you can go to deeperchristian.com forward slash 293 for episode 293. And until next time, know I'm cheering you on. I am praying for you as we continue to build our lives around the wondrous, majestic, one whom we love, Jesus Christ.